Haini pi, haini pi, haini pi. Ojaniwina, hishankishina, hinikarigiwina. Good morning and greetings from the land of 11 nations, or as everyone else calls it, Wisconsin. First thing I want to say is happy Thanksgiving to everyone. I was away for a couple of weeks, uh, enjoying the warmth of Arizona. Spent a night at Karchner Cavern State Park, and I'd never seen so many stars. The moon went down and Bang, night sky just exploded. Just beautiful. So, yesterday was our General Council 2020, and I have a couple of comments. Number one, technically I thought it was a fabulous technical exercise. In the end, we had 1,239 people register, and our final present vote was 727. We had to use two different systems, Zoom and Lumi, and... I thought the Ho-Chunk Nation did a really good job of trying to bring us all online. Uh, kudos to Matt Mann. He did a wonderful job uh, tap dancing and vamping for uh, over eight hours. And uh, that's serious work right there. So, like I said, it was a wonderful exercise. Ho-Chunk Nation attempted to hold a nationwide meeting uh, with participation from uh, all 50 states. Um, I don't know if we had every. 50 states participating, that would have been uh, kind of good to see. He tried that a couple times. Um, maybe next time we'll find out if, because uh, we got Ho-Chunks from every, from all 50 states, I believe. And that would have been good to, uh, yeah, just been a good little something to see. Uh, one of the problems people had was getting on Lumi. Um, I went on Facebook and said, next time we should do something, we do something like this, we should post a video explaining what has to be done to get on a meeting. Uh, Nate Longtail said there was a video and then he posted the link. Well, I immediately went to the post and sure enough, there it was. And it basically explained everything you need to do. Uh, I should have taken down my post, but hey, you know, I thought I'd live with the mistake. So, uh, Shout out to Nate Longtail for uh, helping me out there. I appreciate it. Uh, the help desk was my personal lifesaver. I called them twice and they quickly coughed up all the information and bang, I was in. So, in the end, we gave a really good effort from a technical point. Um, a lot of our elders are uh, Facebook proficient, but uh, they still need a little help. And uh, this kind of exposed that. Sorry about that little coffee. Uh, but I would like to offer my congratulations to the nation and everyone who got in and those who sincerely tried to log in but failed. Now, that being said, to all those at-large people who would who said they would do everything they can for their nation, but they live so far away that it isn't practical. Dudes, you all stink. This was your moment to shine. This was your moment to show that just because you live far away, Technology would give you an opportunity to voice your concerns, share your opinions, and participate in your nation's governance. Where were you? I know, you say, the meeting wasn't legal, but that's beside the point. This was something that uh, the president called and we all could have participated in, and only 1,200 of us showed up. Well, 1,200 of us registered. Maybe we could have got the 13, 1400 if everybody could have got on. But this was, I mean, from a participation standpoint, I was kind of disappointed. Um, I left 
and I came back on <laughs> and went on Facebook and I said, I'm out. We're never going to reach quorum. But after about 20, 25 minutes, I uh, felt a little guilty. So I came back and stayed to the bitter end there. But uh, I don't know, one day, one lousy day, and we couldn't get everybody to participate. Um, is it about the money? I want to say no, but <laughs> the numbers kind of speak for themselves. I, I, I know, you know, we don't, we don't publicly criticize each other. You know, we kind of criticize generally and we don't like the point fingers. But um, I apologize for, you know, criticizing people, but this was our nation. This is something that we, we should have participated in. Uh, well, but in the end, we know we have the technology to hold such a meeting. And I would really like us to try again. You know, doesn't have to be next month, but could we do it again? I hope so. And um, one thing I want to do is I do a side-by-side -side comparison of the costs, virtual versus in-person. I think we saved a lot of money doing it like this. Okay, I'm just going to say it. Ho-Chunk Nation needs money, period. Ho-Chunk Nation needs money to survive. Ho-Chunk Nation needs money to meet all of our present and future financial obligations. Uh, the Ho-Chunk Nation will need money to flourish far into the future. And to be brutally honest, I want my per cap doubled in three years. Now, we have a goal, a tangible goal, something we can all see, something we can all aspire to. February of 2025, I want to wake up, go to my kitchen, pour me a cup of coffee, wake my phone up, and scroll down to my bank statement. Right above my weekly check will be the additional amount of six large, courtesy of the Ho-Chunk Nation. Sound impossible? Sound ludicrous? Sound ridiculous? Who cares? I want my per cap doubled on February 1st of 2025. Right now, our per cap costs us roughly $93,600,000 per annum. That alone is a richly sum, but I want that double to 187200000 per annum. How are we supposed to do that, you ask? Well, I'll tell you, we don't do it right off. We don't tighten our belt fiscally and make draconian cuts to our budget. We simply make more money. We create our own wealth. Our last year before the Wuhan virus was fiscal year 2019, and our consolidated income from enterprises was about $469 million, and a huge percent of this was from gaming. Yeah, 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 we have C-Stores, a movie theater, uh, Linwood Sports Complex, but uh, gaming is our mother's milk. We, all, we know gaming, and we pay little for the right to uh, generate income from, the game, from gaming. So right out of the box, we have to green light Beloit as soon as Governor Evener signs that compact. I sincerely hope President White Eagle and his brain trust have put together a plan to have a temporary structure up on our property, and we're generating income on midnight of the day the compact is signed. Uh, from his um, uh, statement uh, at, per ca at uh, <laughs> a general counsel, he says he's got people working on that. So, that's a good sign. Uh, while we're on a subject of uh, gaming... Let's put a knife in Linwood once and for all and bury that ugly pig. The Linwood Casino proposal is a money maker for Illinois and Illinois alone. 
The Linwood Casino would be a festering moon in the side of the whole chunk nation. And all we would do is continually throw good money after bad and attempt to put lipstick on that ugly pig. So one way to make money is to stop spending money on Linwood. So, you know, tell your legislature and everybody you know to stop uh, pining for Linwood because it's just, it's, no, no. Okay. Step one, we fire up the Beloit casinos and we stop the Linwood nonsense. Step two, we capitalize on Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. As I stated in a previous podcast, Madison should, should be the crown jewel in our gaming basket. Madison has a large pool of professionals and these people got deep pockets. Whereas the Dells, you know, seasonal fluctuations. Madison doesn't suffer that. Madison should be the driving force in our economic house, not Wisconsin Dells. What's even more strange is that the Ho-Chunk Nation Gaming Gaming Madison didn't receive any of the Project Forward monies. That tells us that the Madison Casino Administration is doing a darn good job. If uh, the Ho-Chunk Nation President's Office and the Ho-Chunk Nation Legislature got their stuff together and put their collective strength into Madison, that could be a monster. Uh, Step three, our business department has to be established as its own entity. We have a business department, yes, we even have a director. We have never embraced it as its own entity. The president or legislature always stuck their beak in and did whatever they wanted to do, and as a result, bubkis, nothing. Uh, a long while ago, our business department initiated a series of businesses. A large percentage of them crashed spectacularly. I realize this was a long time ago, but what was really bad about those failures is that we took those failures to heart. When we talk about those failures amongst ourselves now, we laugh at how incompetent those attempts were, remember who was involved, and we point fingers. Here's a strange thing, though. Collectively, we, ne- we learned very little from these failures. What we did learn is that we wouldn't be stupid enough to be involved in such a disaster. But failure in and of itself isn't bad. Failure is not, a sh- it's not shameful. It's not a step backwards. Failure is an excellent stepping stone to success. We never lose, we never learn to move out of our comfort zone if we don't overcome our feel of failure. Someone who survives failure has gained irreplaceable knowledge and the unstoppable perseverance born from overcoming hardship. That being said, as a nation, we're terrified of failure. As a nation, we've learned to conform because that's kept us alive for hundreds of years. We do the things our predecessors did because it worked. Stepping outside of the norm threatened our existence. You don't do things differently when the things your elders did worked. But recently, within the last 15 years or so, times have changed, for better or worse. Technology has changed for us. The things we did yesterday for our nation's existence are no longer relevant for our nation's existence today. And while we will always need people dedicated to keeping our traditions and hereditary skills alive, we now need people dedicated to keeping our financial house in order. This brings me back to the business department. Our third step in bringing money into the nation, creating our own wealth. Step A, we have to find a business director with vision, with intelligence, and someone committed to our goal. I don't mean someone who will look up Google Trends, pick a leading trend, and choose that as an industry for us. 
We need someone who will look at our resources, our overall financial picture, our collective education, and our geography. Scour all of the available data and bring back a plan. A plan that will help not only bring us revenue, but more than that, bring back our people. One of the pre reasons people left was quality jobs. People want to be able to take care of their families with, the good, with a good quality of life. After finishing school or coming back from the service, a lot of people couldn't find these opportunities where their people were from, so they moved. Now, let's remember something. Rust Belt manufacturing is disappearing, if it isn't already all gone. But it's still here, but it's a high-tech form. Uh, Madison, the suburbs surrounding Milwaukee, Green Bay, and the Valley just south of it, all of these areas are quickly developing into using new technologies. Opportunity is here. Opportunity is knocking. We have to hire someone who has the wherewithal to understand this. Our business director won't be able to do the work by themselves. Now we got to have a qualified crew that will work with them. And we have to have Ho-Chunk members working for the president to understand the information and opportunities that this will present to us. So, now we have the Beloit Casino. We are working on upgrading our facility at Madison. We have a business department that is insulated from presidential and legislative meddling. That leaves us with the fourth and most important leg, us, the people. We have a couple choices as I see it. As individuals, we can stay where we are now at our present jobs, enjoying the security of our present positions, slowly working our way up to positions of authority. But uh, we're only one week away from poverty, all right? If you only have one source of income, yeah, that's not, uh, that's not healthy. You're relying on your industry to staying relevant, relying on your superiors being damn good at their jobs, and you're pretty much relying on everything remaining status quo. And we know that doesn't, uh, that's not happening anymore. Things change pretty darn quick. So as long as you don't look too hard at your job and industry, you know, you're a happy clam. Um, education. If you're an older individual in a position that doesn't offer you an opportunity to grow, you might seriously consider educating yourself. If the Ho-Chunk Nation is serious about retaining Ho-Chunks in this area, they have to seek out and assist individuals who want to continue their education. Uh, seek out individuals. That's kind of a two-way street so you gotta look to the tribe and you gotta look to yourself. But um, yeah, education. In the president's annual report, he listed eight areas of study he wanted Ho-Chunks to pursue. Business, accounting, law, medicine, education, journalism, government, and engineering. Uh, right off the bat, I'm not so hot on education, journalism, and government. Um, I suppose it's necessary, but right now, we need people in STEM plus accounting and actuarial science. Uh, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, accounting, and actual science to be redundant. Plus my favorite, content providers. We do need people in front and behind cameras. We need people in front and behind microphones. There's a huge industry developing for our young people with readily available tools. Videos, movies, podcasts, information, technology, writing. If the president's office wants Ho-Chunks to study in these fields, then let's have the Ho-Chunks contact the education department and have the administration guide us as we seek financial aid for our continuing education.
that's what the education department is and we should they should be helping us as we help our tribe we need a large tax base and the only way we get that tax base is if all of us are working making good money uh there's not a doubt that uh ho-chunks are just waiting for an opportunity to change careers but to be honest not a lot but it is an opportunity and some ho-chunks will take advantage of the chance um, the education department has to begin scouting individual tribal members in school. We have to begin following young people in high school and even, you know, grade school and fast-tracking them, offering additional classes and private tutoring. It is very important that we develop these resources. We don't lose in the talented individuals. If we're to grow and meld into a new technical society, we have to have individuals technically proficient. To sum it up, Ho-Chunk needs additional sources of revenue. We need money. We will always need money. We will always need money. Beloit Madison, qualified business director with an autonomous business department and aggressive education of our Ho-Chunk youth and citizens. Those are good first steps. Bring Ho-Chunk industries to Wisconsin and bring home our people. Easier said than done, but we got to start somewhere. And I think our president is on the right track, but we as individuals, we got to start pulling our own weights. All right, we can't wait for the uh, whole chunk nation to be giving us money or giving us direction. We have to understand the situation we're in and we got to start standing up and being accounted for. So thanks for spending a couple of minutes with me. And I hope everyone enjoys good health and good fortune. Shige, honey, Chuck Jowie.